tips for your business. Top life dreaming tips for your business. Top life dreaming tips for your business. Yeah, 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 yeah. Top life dreaming tips for your business. Top life dreaming tips for your business. Top life dreaming tips for your business. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to episode 194 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. And in this episode of the Confident Live Marketing Show, we're talking about top live streaming tips for business. If you're live streaming for your business, how can you get the most out of it? That's what we're going to be talking about in today's show. Let's do it right now. Welcome to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Helping you level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of confident live video. Optimize your mindset and communication and increase your confidence in front of the camera. Get confident with the tech and gear. And get confident with the content, content and marketing. marketing. Together, we can go live! Well, hello, 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 hello. Ian Anderson Gray here. This is episode 194 of The Confident live marketing show. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing some practical tips and advice uh, on how you can live stream effectively for business. If you have your own business, I'd love to let I'd love you to let me know what it is that you do. What is your business and what are you wanting to get out of it? That's what we're going to be talking about today. I also want to let you know that uh, on Thursday or next Friday, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm joined by the wonderful Doreen Morin Van Dam. She is a good friend of mine. We've not seen each other for absolutely ages, so I'm really looking forward to getting uh, having a nice conversation with her. And we're talking about why organic social media is not dead. So many of us are having maybe some stresses and, and frustrations with organic social media. Well, Doreen is here to tell us not to worry. She's got some practical tips on how we can move forwards with that. So looking forward to that on Thursday or next Friday if you're listening to the podcast. And of course, if you haven't um, discovered the podcast before, you just need to go to iag.me forward slash podcast and you can follow, subscribe in your favorite podcasting app. And as we come towards the big 200, that would be really good if you could do that because got some exciting things coming up, uh, particularly for episode 200, which will be happening in, I think, about February time. So uh, yeah, so a few more weeks to go before we do that. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show. If you've just joined watching live, I can see we've got some live viewers. Uh, let me know uh, what, where in the world you're watching from and what your thoughts are on live streaming for business. So let's get stuck into this. What uh, What's the first thing that I want to talk about? Well, the first tip is really choosing the right platform. And by this, I don't mean the live streaming platform like StreamYard or Ecamm and, and all those kind of things. I mean, that's something you need to think about. But where are you broadcasting to? Now, we've got tools like StreamYard, Restream, Ecamm. They all do what we call multi-streaming. Now, multi-streaming allows you to broadcast to lots of different places all at the same time. And I'm doing that today. I'm, I'm broadcasting to Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, which is great. But it can make you a little bit lazy because what's really important here is that you nurture your audience. You focus on your audience and you interact with them. And if your audience are scattered all over the place, 
that is more difficult to manage. Uh, and so that's the only problem with multi-streaming. It's difficult to do well. Uh, and I'm not saying I do it like an amazing job at this, but I've been doing this for quite a while. I would certainly not recommend multi-streaming right from the get-go. So where is your audience hanging out? Are they on LinkedIn primarily? Are they on Instagram? Are they on Facebook? And then it's really a case of focusing on that one audience first. Now, if it's Instagram, that changes things a little bit because Instagram Live is a very different kettle of fish. Uh, what is a kettle of fish? I, I never know where that phrase comes from. But anyway, you know what I mean? Uh, because Instagram so far has been mobile only. Now, that is changing. It is possible now, if you have been given access, you've been blessed with access to Instagram Live through desktop, you can start to do that. But it is a very different feeling. So if you're going to do a show like this, then I would probably recommend uh, broadcasting live to another platform uh, and then repurpose that content onto Instagram. And we'll talk about repurposing in a little bit. Uh, but you need to think about where is your audience and consider how big your audience is and uh, focus on them first. By all means, once you've done that, you can then start to think about multi-streaming uh, later on to other platforms as well. The second uh, uh, second one is planning, which is kind of the boring bit, but so important. I uh, planned, I put together a big plan back in May 2019, uh, my content plan and my strategy. And Without that, I would not be continuing to live stream today. It, with that, it allowed me to know why I was doing it. So today, I know why I'm going live today. Even if I don't really want to, I might not be feeling in the mood. I know why I'm doing it. I'm doing it to connect with my audience to, um, and I know who my audience is. So you need to know who your audience is and why you're doing it as well. The next one is to stand out. There are more and more people live streaming now, including business owners as well. So you need to make it professional and you need to stand out, but not just professional because people don't always go for like the the most professional look. They're, they're looking to interact with a real human being. They're looking to find the human behind the business as well and putting that personality forwards. And this is particularly easy if you're a small business, and particularly if you're a personal brand, brand like like for me, uh, I am my business. It's more difficult for corporates, but it's still possible to reach out behind your, uh, in front of your corporate identity. Uh, yes, make it professional, but you need to stand out and be real, be authentic as well. But you can have fun with this. You can have fun with the right equipment, uh, get getting a nice camera, uh, getting nice lighting, you know, fun lighting and uh, background as well. So think about that. The next one is really important, particularly, well, it's it's not just for businesses. Uh, this is for ev everyone live streaming, but I see businesses doing a particularly poor job at this, and that is engaging with your audience. I've I've watched live streams from businesses, from brands that I really love, and I'm not going to name any names here, but I've watched live streams and I'm commenting. I'm 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 really excited because this is my favorite brand, uh, live streaming, and I'm talking to them and they're completely ignoring me, completely ignoring me. And so you need to look out for comments and you need to engage with your audience during your live stream. Uh, not just that, 
ask them questions. So this is something that I try and do in my live streams as well. Uh, using calls to action. You know, what at the end of your live stream, where do you want them to go? Because if you're a business, you are selling things. You are selling services or products. And so although the the main aim of your live stream, it might not be to sell directly, but you at least need to let people know where they should be going next. What is the next stage in their interactions with you uh, as well? And, and part of that might be, you know, going, you going back and, and inter, uh, engaging with them in the comments, and then you can reply to them uh, in there. But you should also do that live on air as well. So encouraging interaction as well. Now, the... The issue here is if you're finding that you're not having that many people watching you live and you're, you're struggling to even get that interaction in the first place, this is all down to promotion. And this is something that I've not done a very good job of recently. That is changing, as I've alluded to quite a few times on this show, uh, for various reasons. Just things have just been really busy and I've just not had the time or the... Uh, I suppose the 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 structures in place to do a good job of the next thing, which is promoting, pre-promoting your live streams before. Because yes, uh, I've scheduled today's episode, um, but I've not sent uh, it out on uh, email or on social media. And those are really bad things. I'm being completely honest with you, <laughs> uh, but don't do what I do here. You need to let people know before the event. And also after the event, there's the post-promotion as well. So let people know to, that they can watch the replay. So use social media. Uh, and it doesn't just have to be your main network. Try the other ones as well. So if you're focused primarily on LinkedIn, why not also um, share that on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn, sorry, and uh, uh, Instagram, for example, as well. So, but don't forget email marketing. That's really important. And that's something that I'm going to be doing a lot more next year. I've done a particularly poor job of my email this year, and I'm going to be doing much more next year. So that is that promotion, pre-promotion and post-promotion. Now, you also want to look at the analytics as well. So as well as doing that that promotion and engaging with your audience, how on earth do you know afterwards whether it's been a success? Now you can look at you can look at the the viewer engagement, you can look at the um uh you can look at the viewer engagement, you can look at the 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 number of people watching you live. That those are some ideas as well. But also you can look at how many people are going towards your call to action. Maybe you've got a, a web page and you want to see how many people have actually clicked through to that as well. So don't be afraid of analytics. Uh, it can be a little bit tricky uh, to, to find out more information about this, um, particularly if you're multi-streaming. But Facebook, LinkedIn, um, the main platforms and YouTube, they do give you analytics. You can see how many people watched throughout your live stream. You know, was it, uh, do they just watch for 10 seconds or do they watch for the, the whole thing? Now, don't be, don't be worried if people only watch for like five or 10 seconds because it's not, that is not, obviously you want them to watch for longer, but the fact that they clicked and they saw you for 10 seconds, it's reminding them of you. And they might not have been in the situation 
to be able to watch you uh, live. They might have been washing the dishes, driving the car. Hopefully they weren't clicking on it while they were driving the car, but you get the idea. Um, so uh, do look at the analytics. So Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, they all give you those analytics. And if you're using a tool like uh, Restream, they have really powerful analytics baked into that. So do check that out, tracking the viewership, the engagement, the conversations, the conversions as well. Katie Simpson is in the house watching on Facebook. Thank you so much, Katie, for joining me this morning. How are you doing? Um, and, and and I know it's in the run-up to Christmas, things start to get a little bit busy. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, I know it's January, but you know, I record this is going live uh in December, mid-December. Um I'd love to know from you, Katie, what are your some of your strategies for 2023 for your business. How are you going to be using live streaming uh, next year in 2023? Um, because I, I love hearing about that and um, seeing what people are doing. So, so far, we've talked about using, despite uh, being able to, uh, well, let's go back to the beginning, using the uh, streaming to the right platform. Where is your audience uh, planning, uh, making it professional and uh, making sure that you're standing out, engaging with your audience as well, promoting your live stream before and of course after as well. And then finally, uh, so far at least, uh, looking at the analytics as well and looking at the data. It's something that so many businesses don't do. Uh, and I have to admit, I've not done a great job recently because of many things that have been happening. But it is something that I'm going to be doing a lot more as well. And of course, with the analytics, that allows you to improve in the future. It allows you to make changes. So if you're finding that a lot of people are dropping off in the first five minutes, maybe you just need to ramp things up and, and move on to the main section because you, you you might be waffling on a little bit more. And you can reach out to your audience and find out... Um, you know, if they've got any recommendations on what you would like, uh, what they would like you to do. So uh, let's uh, look at the comments. We've got Alec Dawling in the house. Alec, it's great to see you. Uh, we met up, Alec and I met up um, relatively recently in Manchester. So it's great to, great to meet people in real life. In fact, Katie and I met earlier this year in real life and, and actually just last month. Um, so great to see you, Alec. I, he says, I'm not sure I want to be receiving too much email promotion in my inbox. However, I think social media platform promotions are welcome for upcoming shows. That's a really interesting point. And I think what I would say here is, Alec, um, I think we need to give, I think we need to give our audiences control, um, over what they see. So, uh, with email, the, I, I plan on sending a lot more emails out, but I will also give people the ability to opt in, opt out or whatever to uh, from certain emails. So I will be sending an email out before every show that I do. It's two times a week. But if people aren't interested in that, then they can opt out of that. I think it's just giving people the, the types of reminders that they want. Uh, for example, like I, I really like to be contacted by email or sometimes by Facebook Messenger. I, I don't really want to be, I find it difficult if people contact me from other ways because then I get confused about where they contacted me. So everyone has their preferred method of communication. So I think we need to be aware of that. So yeah, I don't know what your thoughts on that are, Alec. Um, Katie says, should you be looking at the analytics into your work weekly workflow and 
how long should you spend doing it? Great question. Yeah, so it should at least be monthly, uh, but I would ideally do it weekly. So one thing that I'm going to be doing is I'm going to have a meeting with my team every month. Um, so this is basically, this will be with Tonya, my, my assistant, and uh, we're going to look at the analytics of the last four or six shows. Um, so it's not just enough to record the data, but it's also really important to look at the data. And I think with somebody to get an objective look at this. So absolutely, it needs to go into your, ideally into a weekly review, looking at the, the data and then learning from it as well. We, we could do a whole show on this and maybe I will because uh, analytics is um, important. And, and Katie uh, also asks, should or should it should you do it monthly? I think what I would recommend is start monthly and then ideally you then do it weekly. But what, what you don't want here is to overwhelm yourself. Uh, you know, in an ideal world, you do it weekly. But uh, yeah, uh, just just do what you can because most people most businesses are not looking at their analytics a lot of businesses have things like google analytics and 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 all the social networks and email platforms have analytics but do you look at them that's the main thing to think about uh alex says um email is generally text-based and doesn't engage as much as a short video promotion yes true um, true, but I think we're all different. So, for example, uh, although I'm a big advocate, obviously, of video, uh, personally, I prefer text content. So, I prefer like um, to be reminded about something uh, just with text. So, like with, uh, I would prefer to receive a, an email about it or a quick post on Facebook. I don't really want to have to watch a short video promotion personally, but I know that I'm, you know, although I'm not alone on that, I know that many people prefer visual content. So, I think it's really a case of producing a lot of different types. So, uh, emails, uh, visual content, absolutely, and I will be doing a lot of that. Instagram Reels. Um, Facebook videos, all that kind of stuff. Really important, but I think it's just a case of diversifying that. Okay, so we talked about analyzing it and then improving based on what you see in the data and, and improving there. The next thing is when it comes to business, obviously we've got to focus on giving value. So today I'm hoping that I am giving you who are watching or listening, some value. You know, otherwise, kind of what's the point in you watching or listening to this? I mean, you might like me, um, and, and and that's important, but it does need to, it does need to, I do need to be able to put giving you value and really being able to be a catalyst for the transformation uh, in your business life and on, on your personal life. So giving value is really important, but don't avoid being entertaining as well. And, and I think this is important when it comes to uh, video content, particularly you need to avoid boring content. Now, boring is a very subjective word because like uh, this, what I'm doing today 
is not going to be interesting to some of my nephews my who are like 10 or 11. They're going to be wanting to watch, say, like a YouTube video on Minecraft. A live show about marketing is not going to be interesting to them. But for your perfect audience, it needs to be exciting, interesting, valuable content. And you need to prepare for that. You need to, you don't just go live without knowing what you're going to talk about. You need to prepare uh, for that. So I think that's really important. Uh, and being yourself as well. Uh, then, uh, and I, you know, I was talking to Alec about this, about uh, that your audience have different like preferences, I suppose. So some of them, like me, uh, will like blog posts and text posts, uh, but some of them will like videos as well. You know, repurpose your live shows into other types of content so that you can reach other people or reach the same audience, but in multiple ways. So repurposing your live show into a blog post, you can transcribe it uh, using a tool like Otter or Descript or Rev. And then what you can do is uh, then summarize it. There's loads of summarizing tools. There's even artificial intelligence tools out there that will allow you to summarize it or turn it into a blog post. Uh, either do that yourself or hire somebody to do that. You could repurpose it into Twitter threads, which is something that I really want to do. Uh, I, I really like Twitter threads uh, into podcasts, uh, into social media images, into little videos as well. Uh, that's really important. Uh, next thing is to do case studies or interviews with successful businesses. Um, and this is, this is a really important thing because it allows your audience to not just interact with you, but interact with other businesses and to be inspired. And you can grow their brand as well as you are growing your own brand. They can help you as well and you can share your audience. So don't just do things on your own. Collaborate with other people and that's what I. That's one of the reasons why I have guests on my show. I haven't had that many guests recently, but we've got Doreen coming on to the next episode, and also next year I've got some really cool guests lined up. So do think about that. Um, Alex says, "What is the role of pattern interrupts in live videos?" I, I'm not entirely sure what you mean, Alex. So maybe if you could clarify your question there. Um, not entirely sure what you mean. Uh, it's probably me being slow today. Uh, probably. <laughs> um, uh, what's the next one? Um, I think it's being aware of the future. So this is something I'll, I'm always aware of because live streaming, marketing changes. Yes, the the basics stay the same, but we've just had uh, Chat GP, uh, GPT. Um, which is this AI, um, artificial intelligence chat. Uh, I don't even know what to call it. It, it. And we talked about this last episode. And this is a game changer in the marketing world. And, and, it, and uh, it's it's very, very exciting. With live streaming, things are changing all the time. So you do need to be on, not necessarily on the cutting edge, but you need to be aware of what is changing and what's happening in the world of live streaming. And learning how you can integrate that into your overall marketing strategy because live streaming is not is okay live streaming is not your marketing strategy it should not be the entirety of your marketing strategy uh, it is part of it and uh, you should have goals and you should be using it to 
um, help move your business forward, but it should be part of your overall strategy and you should be using other things as well um, and uh, to use it to reach your business goals, I think. It's really important. Uh, Katie is being very helpful. Thank you. I, you know, sometimes I find uh, when I'm reading questions, my brain doesn't always work the way I want it to. So Katie has been a great translator here. And it, Alec, I'm sure you it was, a, it was a very well-worded question, but I just was being a bit thick. So Katie says, I think he means breaking up the front camera view and adding other angles and mini videos and zooms, etc. Yeah, like, like, um, yeah. So uh, this is, I think this is important, making it a little bit more interesting. And uh, so I've got, so I've, Actually, that's not very good. I've got different cameras, different zoom settings on here. Um, and also, I can split it up. So, for example, if I had a little segment and I want to move on to the next one, I could do this. You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. That kind of thing. So I think being able to split it up is good. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I, I think that makes it more interesting. I don't use those that much. Um, I use them a little bit more when I have guests. Um, I think when I'm, on, when I'm talking by myself, I find that a little bit more difficult to do. Or it feels, I don't know, it just feels a little bit artificial to split it up that way. But I'll be interested to know what you think, Katie and, and uh, Alec. Yeah, so um, Alec says, visual change that sparks or refocuses a, vi a viewer's attention. Owen Video uses this effectively. Yeah, um, he, do he does a great job. So I, yeah, um, that's your pattern interrupt, he says. I I'm going to give it some thought. I, I so, so there's a balance, I think. Uh, we've got to... We've got to be ourselves. We've got to put forwards our our own personality. We've got to be, um, yeah. We we've got to be. What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, we've just got to be ourselves. Um, and I think sometimes we could put too many gizmos on these things. So like too many kind of changing changing the cameras, um, uh, putting too many visual elements on it. But there's something in that, and I I maybe want to have a little think about that. I don't, so I don't, and so I don't know what you do, Alec, but I don't uh, completely plan my shows. Um, so I have, basically what I've got is I've got a beginning, I've got my main section here, I've got some bullet points here. Um, I could, in between each section, uh, play one of the those little, um, little videos, but it, it feels to me... It kind of gets in the way, but I could I could be wrong. Um, now, Kate, yeah, Katie is saying um, yes. It's it's natural to do it with guests on a live. YouTube is different though and needs a lot. Yeah, so I think with pre-recorded video, absolutely. I think that's that's different. I think so. I do do a lot of uh, extra videos in there. I have music in the background. Uh, I think Owen video is quite a different uh, upfront snappy style to yours. And Owen is like he is. He's a great guy. He's he's like he's really like full on energy, which is very much him. I mean, if you meet him in real life, he is exactly like that. He's a great guy, but that is that's not me. And so I think you need to be you need to just be aware of what works with your personality. Um, you do need to ramp things up. So I have this phrase called uh, what's it called again? Auth authentic. 
I'm having one of those days, guys. My brain is just not working. I can't remember. Heightened authenticity. That's the word. Heightened authenticity. So you. So I'm more of a laid, laid back kind of guy, but I do, I'm aware that I need to kind of put a little bit more energy into my lives as well. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm just... Yeah, yeah, I'm going to give it some some thought. So Katie says yours is a more laid back style, but maybe it needs to be a bit more exciting. I'd love to know from you. Do you want more excitement or do you, are you happy with the way it is? I don't want to change my personality. I am who I am. But um, Alec is saying entertainment factor. And yes, uh, adding a little bit more excitement and entertainment into it is something that I think I probably need to do a little bit more and we need to be all aware of. What I'm trying to say is with business, there is this feeling that it shouldn't be entertaining. It should just be focused on value. And I don't agree with that. I think you do want to make it interesting. You need to put your personality forwards as well. But you do need to be yourself as well. I think that's important. Um, so have a think about that. Um well, I think that is it for this week. I, that's or for this episode. That's all I wanted to share with you today. Just it's a short show today. Um, but what's been really interesting today with the comments is it's just really cool to hear the other side, the my audience's side, and to listen to to them. Um, you might not always agree with your audience. You may have different ideas. But ultimately, why are you live streaming? I'm live streaming today not for the good of my health. I'm live streaming because of my audience. I want to reach my audience. I want to reach new people. I want to make a difference in people's lives. I want to, obviously, I want to grow my business as well. So you have to think about your audience. They are the most important. You're not just doing this for the sake of it. I think that is really important. Um, Katie says, I want to add uh, main points on my show overlays to help people visually keep track of what I'm talking about. That's a really good point and um, uh, something that I want to do a little bit more. That does require a little bit more uh, upfront planning, uh, So, but definitely easy to do. And it's something that... Uh, you know, I I've, I think I've shared about eight points today, which I've planned all ahead of time. So I could just get them all up, um, loaded up in, in advance. That would be a really cool thing to do. Uh, but thank you, Alec. Thank you for your thoughts on that. I'd love to chat to you more actually about how we can make our live shows a bit more entertaining without losing your personality or changing your personality. And thank you, Katie, for all your thoughts. That's been great. Well, I am back on Thursday. If you're watching live with Doreen, we're talking about uh, organic social media, which will be really fun and exciting. I'm looking forward to that. And of course, if you listen to the podcast, that will be uh, next Friday. This comes out every Friday um, as always. Well, that is it for this week. And until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of Confident Live Video. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Make sure you subscribe at iag.me forward slash podcast so you can continue to level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. And until next time,
Top life dreaming tips for your business. Top life dreaming tips for your business.